I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, trust and recovery. How global companies that use high trust always accelerate out of crises. Lufthansa has been in the news over the last few days. Like many airlines, it's struggling to cut costs and manage its cash flow. Earlier this month, it closed down its German wing subsidiary. According to Lufthansa, it was a necessary cost reduction and restructuring. Critics, on the other hand, believe Lufthansa is taking advantage of the crisis to do some dirty work. What Lufthansa's real motives were depends on which side of that story you believe, but clearly Lufthansa had a shaky start to the crisis. They weren't doing much to enhance trust levels between management and employees, so it was great to read a few days ago that the CEO of Lufthansa, Carsten Spohr, had said this, we will do everything to keep as many employees on board as possible. At least in reaching out to employees and employee groups, he's starting to build some trust. I think a more interesting question is what are the consequences for Lufthansa of its current actions? But I'm going to leave others to analyse the financials and cash flows of their trading position. There are enough investors and commentators to do that. The interesting question is if the company has 10,000 employees more than it needs, how will the staff reductions and cost cutting affect collaboration in the global workforce? And how will the reductions affect motivation and trust across the company? Because these are the same questions that all global companies are facing right now. To answer those questions, it really depends on the levels of trust that already exist in the culture in the company. And there are only four states you can be in. Number one, trust is high. Number two, trust is low. Number three, trust is in the middle between high and low. And number four, you don't know where trust is in your organization or you're having a complete guess. And that's okay, because at least you're being honest. Okay, I'd like to make a bet. My bet is that the companies with the high trust cultures are the companies that will come out of this crisis strongest. It was certainly the case in the 2008 financial crisis. So let's go through each of the four states and see what we can do. So state number one, trust is high. What can you do to use that high trust culture in your organization. Here are three ideas. Firstly, recognize excellence. When people are performing well, when people have done a good job, give them recognition for their excellent performance. Be clear, do it immediately, make it spontaneous, personalize it, and also share it, make it public within the organization. Secondly, Give people challenges, give them tough but doable tasks, give them a clear goal that's relevant to the people's work that has a specific endpoint. That will keep them moving forward, that will keep them pushing on. And thirdly, show vulnerability. Showing vulnerability is all about opening up. For example, I have a customer group, how can I serve them better? You admitting that you're vulnerable, you're not serving them in the way you want to, but the question how shows that you're looking for ideas, you're not looking for sympathy. The second state is that trust is low. Where we have a low trust culture, there are three immediate things we can do. Number one, 
Let people decide how to achieve their goal. Give them clear goals, but stop micromanagement. Get out of their way. Let them decide how to achieve their goals. Number two, recognize small wins. Again, this needs to be clear, immediate, spontaneous, personalized, and shared with people. But communicate the little wins step by step. It creates this momentum that's unstoppable. And number three, we have to tolerate mistakes. Nobody who ever achieved success did it without making mistakes, without making a wrong turn, without going down the wrong path, and without making a few wrong decisions. If the intention behind the decisions is positive, if it's constructive, accept the mistake, tolerate it, correct it, and move on. So now we come to the third state where trust is neither high nor low. Trust is in the middle. Most organizations are in this position. They have areas, functions, locations where trust is very high and others where it's not so high. In these cases, trust is like the Polynesian Islands. Lots of examples of trust dotted around all over the organization, all over the world, but difficult to discern a, a pattern. So what can you do? Number one, accept the Polynesian islands, but make a point of highlighting success examples. If in Asia you have a success in a particular function, where in Europe that function has low trust, then share the success examples. Number two, share information. This builds on number one, make information available through as many channels as possible. And number three, strengthen relationships. People trust people. Show interest in people, dialogue with people, and step by step, that will increase the trust. The fourth state is you don't know where your trust levels are in your culture. Well, here are three things we can do. Number one, rate the trust. Best guess, and then ask your peers or closest colleagues to do the same. Use a scale, zero to ten. Rate the trust. Ask other people to do it. Ask them why they put it there and ask them what's missing. That will give you a great first picture of what the trust level is in your organization. Number two, if you don't know where the trust is, look at customer experience. Look at customer feedback for clues. That will give you some great indicators as to where customers are getting great service. Where they get great service is nearly always where there's high trust. Because I've never seen or heard of a very satisfied customer who wasn't served by a happy employee. Happy employees give great service. Unhappy ones don't. So find out where the happiness is because that's where trust starts. And the third thing you can do is again strengthen relationships, show interest in people, dialogue with people. What's clear is that the best companies of tomorrow are investing in people and trusting relationships right now. Airbus is doing it and for all its cash flow difficulties right now, it will come out of this in a better position. According to research by Harvard in 2015, what speeds up your exit is higher productivity and employees that have more energy and are willing to go the extra mile. Companies with high trust had 50% higher productivity as they came out of the last crisis. And companies with high trust had employees who have double the energy compared to low trust companies. So it's productivity and employees who will go the extra mile that will be the winners as we pull out of this crisis. And they are all in high trust companies. I'm Stephen Hunt. Thank you for listening. Join me next time 
for more on how top global managers use confidence in the power of clarity to grow their business.